Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Madonna. And that's going up against Bound to You. Hmm, interesting. The track wheel is taking it back to 2010. We've got Bionic versus Burlesque in this little slice of Xtina goodness. So let's get on with it and first start talking about Prima Donna. So this is a song taken from the album Bionic which was released in 2010 and it appears on the track listing as track number 8. Uh, this song was written by Christina, Tricky Stewart and Claude Kelly and it was produced by Tricky Stewart and it's one of the three tracks that the three of them together worked on um, along with Glam and There's New The Day on Bionic but also Claude Kelly has contributed songwriting credits to a few other tracks on the album as well. Uh, Woohoo and Vanity to name them um, and then Claude and Tricky did some production work and songwriting for the burlesque soundtrack also released later that same year so sort of that's what connects I suppose Prima Donna and Bound to You that Claude Kelly and Tricky both worked on their parent albums um, but Prima Donna um, itself rounds off the first section of the album which is sort of the up-tempo electronic inspired tracks before we lead into uh, and segue into the sort of the down-tempo and ballad middle section of the album which Christina refers to as the heart of the album. Um, so Prima Donna um, in terms of its style it's very R&B leaning, uh, lots of elements of hip-hop as well as electronic synths woven throughout the song it's very epic very fierce very you know girl power overall a track which is just very very strong in terms of its feeling as well um you know when you listen to the instrumental as well which came out a few years later i think it was a couple of years ago they were leaked um you can hear all of these electronic embellishments in the background which are absolutely amazing um you know of course things do get lost in the mix and the mastering process christina's voice of course in this song is very very powerful so that does very very much takes center stage but when you listen to the instrumental on its own without any vocals you can hear all these little embellishments and bits and I quite like that you know I quite like that Bionic a lot of the tracks are very layered um, and there's some bits that you can I suppose on the first go of listening to things um, uh, you miss them um, and then when you hear some you know like especially if, if with, with like headphones without headphones in a quieter room that sort of thing um, you start hearing these little bits that come through and and you know there's a lot of work that's gone into Bionic as you can see and Christina puts a lot of work into all of her albums is why she takes so long in between albums but um, you know in terms of Bionic specifically you can hear those little extra bits in there in terms of the instrumental it's some of her most layered work um, because you know electronic music very much is like that and, and she really has paid tribute to it which is fantastic um, but you know it, those instrumentals where you can just hear something after every listen I just absolutely love and Prima Donna is one of those as well Um so the song itself has been described as sort of an anthem for strong women 
which very much leans into one of the facets of Bionic. Christina described the album as a representation of all the strengths that women show in terms of what they go through, you know, not only for things like childbirth, which is what Christina did before the release of Bionic, um, uh, what she went through when she says uh, that Max, uh, the, and giving birth to Max and the whole process of being pregnant and, and growing a child inside her has been one of the biggest inspirations of the album and she actually cites that you know in the interviews and and in sort of the pre-release she did say that bionic is an album that is very much influenced by the birth of her son but um you know really towards when the album was being released and even going forwards she has said that bionic is lots of different facets of what it means to be a woman um you know so for for example childbirth being one of them but also in things like society the way that women are perceived not only by men but also by each other as well um and that she is very much you know since the outset of her career she's been very outspoken about women power and feminism um you know even to when you look at more recent work like liberation and going forward there is always that undertone in there and there's always that woven theme of um women power women are very powerful and we should celebrate it even more and there's not really many pop stars that do that yes they go into it they'll say sing a few songs say a few things in interviews and then don't speak about it ever again but this is one of the themes that christina has woven through not only in her messages that she says in her interviews and the messages from her music but um you know in her videos and she's always been very very pro-feminist and um that is the message that i suppose is consistent in a career you know when you look at consistency you look at artists that follow the same formula and do albums pretty much the same every single year or every few years or so christina is not afraid to push the envelope in changing her sound changing her style changing the genres that she's working with um but still the message is always there she's always going to have a song or a few songs on her album where it talks about women and how powerful they are uh, and then prima donna uh, is one of the songs on bionic which very much says how powerful it is to be a woman um you know prima donna itself that word um that that sort of saying um prima donna it's like i am the main person i'm the main woman um so this song very much leans into that um and you know like i said throughout her career she's been a very massive advocate for feminism and girl power songs that can't hold us down those are songs and that is a song that is very much true to today as well it was very very ahead of its time um and then you know like she's done things in her live performances as well future tracks my girls stuff on liberation fall in line um it's it's very interesting to see how she has stuck to that message and how she's been very much ahead of her time when it comes to that message because can't back in the strip days no one was singing about feminism no one was singing about it's okay to be different it's okay to just be who you are and be who you want to be and live true to yourself um and, and and that's something that she has echoed throughout her career which you know is brilliant that's why we love her um interestingly as well on prima donna there are some background vocals and i say vocals i say more like you know like a hype man like a la fat man scoop <laughs> um but these are not from fat man scoop these are from little john um who actually features uncredited he doesn't appear in the liner notes for bionic and you know there's normally a featuring whatever and um you know even when it's released and stuff um which is very interesting because normally um you want to put yourself out there and you want to say that 
um you know you're on a track and especially someone as prolific as christina and how hyped this album was before it came out um you would have thought that little john would probably want to put his name as a featurist but who knows maybe that's sort of the the part of little john is the enigma that he is very bizarre you know he's quite a prolific artist himself he's featured on many hits with people like usher and pitbull so you know the fact that it, it was sort of stepping outside of his box and working with a female artist i don't know maybe he didn't want to be maybe he didn't want to be seen on bionic but bionic is as we know an absolute cult classic of an album um and lots of people do credit it as being ahead of its time and an absolute corker of an album um i always think that christina on this album this song sounds a bit like michael jackson at some parts um you know you you can hear like and she's and she's done this live as well especially when she does the growl you know and the rasp and, and michael used to do that as well um you know, she is she has been influenced by Janet Jackson, and we have said before on this podcast that Christina and Janet are the queens of the interludes and intros, as all of the albums are absolutely littered with them. When I say littered, I mean in a good way. I don't mean in a bad way, but they're everywhere. Um, but um, you know, the the fact that she has um sounding a bit like Michael Jackson, she's also channeled him in some live performances. I quite like that um but then also in connection to this there is a note motif in the middle eight that was also used in the song hard by rihanna uh, and that was also produced by tricky as well and this note sample is taken from the song can you feel it by the jackson five so interesting here with the michael jackson comparisons maybe i don't know was it done intentionally because of that sample that was used um who knows but that sample is only used like f- just in the middle eight for about five seconds not in the rest of the song either so weird how it was put in there and also it was also in in hard by rihanna as well maybe tricky's a big song of can a big fan of the song can you feel it who knows um so let's talk about favorite lyrics and favorite parts uh my favorite lyric is um this is a private party vip in this bitch um i love the use of the word bitch on bionic she does use it in several tracks uh vanity to to, to name a few woohoo as well um for me it's another sign of the album being quite ahead of its time you know it's quite camp and there's quite a lot of camp songs that followed in the years to come from Bionic and even to today. You know, it's just absolutely everywhere and it's a good thing to be camp. But, um, you know, this is very much ahead of its time, but it adds to sort of the fierceness of the song, which is pretty awesome as well. Um, my favourite part has to be the breakdown in the middle eight. You know, I mean, you all know by now I am an absolute sucker for a middle eight. Um, but when she's chanting, I'm a prima donna, I'm a, I'm a prima donna, there's just something so compelling um, and fierce, but yet, I suppose demented in a really good way uh, you can't help just sit up and listen it just it's it it's christina i mean if any other artist went all out with their vocals and you know gave absolute vocals sometimes it might come across as i don't know maybe a bit annoying or maybe you can't do it but christina is one of those people and she does those vocal acrobatics and gymnastics you just can't help but sit up and listen there's just some sort of i don't know what it is it's very hypnotizing and very compelling and i would say that as a fan but you know i mean even non-fans say this as well you hear that voice and you're like wow um i feel that in terms of the up tempos on bionic this uh song prima donna is quite is very underrated i think people gravitate towards the singles of course and also songs like glam and desnudite you know and christine's performed those live as well um you know even towards the end of the the album in terms of the track list vanity but you know people do gravitate towards a lot of the other ones whereas prima donna i think is a little bit lost in the mix and uh, it sort of gets 
a bit overlooked which i think is quite unfair because it is such a very it's such a good song and it's very fierce and um you know very different in terms of the rest of the uptempos the lots of the a lot of the uptempos are very camp and very uptempo pop whereas this is very r&b leaning it's got that hip-hop vibe to it and christina suits hip-hop and r&b very very much so as we know she's always had something like r&b based on all of her albums um and um you know this is probably it on here um but um it, it just suits it so well and i think prima donna is one of those songs i have to say that does get overlooked poor donna so that's enough about prima donna let's move on to the song that it is up against which is bound to you so bound to you was released as track eight, oh track eight again track eight versus track eight um on the burlesque soundtrack uh which was also released in 2010 in the latter half of the year um and it is taken from the film of the same name which was also released in 2010 in thanksgiving time uh obviously starring christina and Cher as the lead roles um but also Kristen bell cam gigande julian hoff eric dane stanley tucci big roster big ensemble cast um and of course where have you been Let's go through the plot again. Christina plays the lead role of Ali, a young Hollywood hopeful looking to impress the owner of the burlesque lounge, played by Tess. Um, played by Tess. Her name is Tess and she's played by Cher, um, which is financially struggling and, um, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and Bound to You is one of the songs, um, one of the ballads that appear on the um, the album. Christina does one um, in the in the film and also Cher does one as well. Uh, but the rest of the songs are very much up-tempo. Um, so Bound to You was written by Christina, Sam Dixon and Sia, Sia Ferla, uh, one and only Sia, absolutely amazing vocalist. And it was produced by Sam Dixon. And Bound to You is one of the three original songs that Christina contributed to the project so there's this Express and Show Me How You Burlesque uh, and uh, out of the three you know those two are very up, much up tempo um, whereas um, Bound to You is a lush ballad with a very gorgeous string section absolutely brilliant um, and Sia also worked with Christina on Bionic so yeah Sia is also somebody who's been on Bionic and also Burlesque as well as Tricky and Claude were as well so it's the the group of people that Christina sort of turned to in in, in the lead up to the the release of Bionic and Burlesque and, and worked with them uh, and Sia has written quite a lot of the uh, down tempo stuff that were featured on Bionic um, as Christina refers to as the heart of the album um, she has written three four songs for Bionic um, so the director Stephen Antin um, when he did um, his sort of press junkets for the film um he told billboard magazine that he wrote synopses of what um the songs in the film should be about because um, it was always envisioned as a musical film um and before anyone came on board you know even before anybody came on board in terms of christina in the songs and, and you know producers everything like that um you know steve antin had written out what he wanted each song in the film to sort of be about and that's how he sold the movie to people um you know that, that it was going to be the film and this is what going to be the songs were um and i think christine actually mentioned before um in an interview that they did have somebody on to do music um and actually um you know do some songs and write some some lyrics and christina uh, came on board and and said to um uh, you know uh stephen antin and also the music supervisor buck damon um 
they were looking for songwriting submissions and Christina said, well, can I have a go? Um, and um, Steve Anton said, you know, throw your hat in the ring, see what happens, the best song wins. And she was down for it. And of course, Christina produced quite a lot of work. Um, and, and a lot of that work ended up being on the Bella soundtrack and she ended up being the one of the executive music producers anyway. So um, it's nice to see how her passion for music and acting both came together um, and worked into this absolutely marvellous magic film um which is great um with funny thing as well is um Stephen Antin's sister Robin founded the original Pussycat Dolls dance troupe um which is a burlesque dance troupe uh, who Christina has performed with so everything's all quite full circle we like full circle moments as much as Christina likes her full circle moments as well um so in the film the the song Bound to You shares something in common with another number in the film which is Express so another original song um and the the, the thing that it shares in common is in terms there are intervals in the song where we cut to scenes which continue to tell the story as the, the music proceeds and we've got instrumentals in the background as well when we look at Bound to You this explores the relationship between Ali uh, so Christina's character and Jack who's coming Gigante's character uh, explores their relationship and how it sort of turns more intimate and romantic after all the tension and you know sexual tension that's been brewing between the two of them in the first half of the film and we see scenes of them sort of getting it on which is a uh, kind of hot um but when it comes to the performance of the song um christina's there in in the burlesque lounge performing it in this gorgeous like satin emerald dress um and curl tresses and she's performing it on stage and then there's these sort of floating spotlights around her which as the song progresses they sort of coalesce oh that's a good word coalesce uh to one big spotlight and then we get this sort of silhouette shot at the end which is just stunning um I mean, really beautifully shot um, in terms of the lighting and, and the film, in terms of regards of the film, it's absolutely brilliant and gorgeous. Um, let's look at favourite parts and favourite lyrics. My favourite part has to be when we go classic Christina towards the end of the song and we get her ad-libs and she just goes for it. And I mean, what could it be any better than that? Love, love, love it. Uh, my favourite lyric has to be, um, I'm terrified to love for the first time. It just shows how much of a deeper emotion love is and that connection is more than just what's on the surface. I love that vulnerability that's portrayed in the lyrics as well. Um, you know, when, when an artist shows their vulnerable side, you know, not only in performance-wise, but even in lyrics and putting pen to paper, there's just something about it that you just can connect to. Um, and you it sort of opens them up to you and you open up to them. And, and Christina's shown a lot of vulnerable sides to her you know throughout her career you know starting off with something like I'm okay on the strip where she showed this complete vulnerable side and opened up about the story that had affected her childhood you just sort of drew to it straight away it's just very haunting yet very compelling and I like I like vulnerability it's good it's a good thing um she has performed this live um on the Jay Leno show during the promotion tour for burlesque but she also did it in a press junket as well for burlesque both amazing performances and just show what a well-written ballad this is and such a stunning vocalist that christina is our christina um a strong opinion here but i think this is the song that should have sold the film in terms of awards buzz i know you haven't seen the last of me was you know due to share coming back and having a big comeback to the big screen working with a prolific songwriter like diane warren um but to me this is the more superior song of the two in terms of the ballads it's more emotional and you know within the terms of the film um but like just as a standalone ballad as well you know the string section and how haunting it sounds and you know even the melody is just so appealing to the ear more so than you haven't seen the last of me but i suppose that's got a bit more of a mass appeal um and you know i'm not about that mass appeal life but 
they're both great ballads and but I just think Bound to You was one of these songs that sort of got away and should have got a way more recognition because her performance on it is absolutely stunning so there there's my opinion out there so we've heard about Prima Donna and we've heard about Bound to You but there can only be one winner so let's get that drum roll please and the winner is Bound to You congratulations to bound to you the very very difficult decision um and as the track battles are drawing to their final ones <laughs> um it's just decisions are getting harder and harder but bound to you i mean it's such a stunning vocal performance from christina i have to say the best ballad that her and sia have written together as well and it's such a highlight from the film and the soundtrack it had to win uh, prima donna is great and such a good up tempo from bionic but um I just bound to you as one of her best vocal performances in in terms of just everything. It just builds up and it's just stunning. So sorry, Prima Donna, but bound to you had to win. So join us again for the next episode. We'll be looking at a ballad with a tinge of magic Hmm, versus a song about first love. I wonder what songs they are. You'll just have to listen and find out. Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe. Um, leave comments, send me messages, um, leave reviews, check us on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Xdina Trap Battle. I love reading your messages and I love hearing what you think about the podcast. So keep them coming. Thank you so much again for listening. That is it. Peace out. (laughs) 